This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1084, Punctuation Mistakes That Give You a Band 6. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. You may not have realized that punctuation mistakes can lower both your grammar and your cohesion coherence scores on IELTS writing. Listen in today for tips that will help you avoid the most common punctuation mistakes. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Aubrey, how's it going? Hi, Jessica. I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I am looking forward to our first soccer practice tonight. Um, I yeah, your head coach now, right? This is a big deal. Yes, I might be talking about this for a couple months, you guys. <laughs> Just warning you. Um, I'm so excited and a little bit nervous because I've only been an assistant coach before. Um, and we haven't had soccer in like a couple years, right? Because of the <sighs> pandemic. So like just getting back into it, half of the team, I don't know. They're new kids. Um, and I'm excited because there's a girl on the team this year, which I'm super stoked awesome. about. Um, so, cool. so it's like, it's a whole new team. They're two years older. They're ma like more mature players now. So I could actually teach them a bunch of cool stuff and not just play games. Um, so I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm nervous and excited. Hopefully, I'm excited for you. I hope the it, parents are, you know, the worst is when there's a parent that's like, I don't know, yelling at you for not playing their kid enough or whatever. Like, please don't be those parents. <laughs> okay, so here's a great thing. Um, my assistant coach is a man. And sad to say, that does help because mm. it, it does help. I'm just being honest. I've um, I've been on a coaching team with another woman. And um, yeah, there were some dads that felt okay yelling at us and, you know, doubted <laughs> what terrible. we were doing and stuff. Um, but I could tell you, because I have uh, Mr. Coach John at my side, I'm going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's so sad. And I feel like that it's getting better for sure. And totally. I hope in another decade, it, that won't be a thing at all. Um, but yeah, because I see that too. It's still kind of a thing. But yeah. anyway, moving on, guys. Um, <laughs> we came across some great questions from students and some very common mistakes that are hiding in these questions, guys, that we do not want you to make because punctuation affects your grammar score. Here's the thing, guys. Even if you have amazing sentences, even if you have sentences that mostly are perfect, let's say, grammar-wise, structure-wise, verb tense-wise, all of that, but 
you make too many mistakes with commas <laughs> or any other punctuation, you cannot get above a six for grammar. I mean, punctuation is necessary to get a seven or higher on grammar. So today's advice is super useful for writing, guys. Yes. And what a bummer would that be if you're using perfect, you know, verb tense agreement and all these interesting grammar structures you do. And then because of punctuation errors, you're still pulled down to a six. So you definitely don't want to do that. These tips today will help avoid that. I've seen it happen. Like I've seen some really talented writers and I understand that Commas are used differently in every language. Like I know our Brazilian students tend to use a lot of commas. I know that's that's just a thing because they're used to using it in their first language. I apologize if I'm not correct, but this is what I've been told by my Brazilian students. Um, so it is important to realize that punctuation rules are different in English, most right. likely than they are in your first language. So listen up, guys. Today, even if you think you know everything about punctuation, you may be surprised. All right. So this first question was actually left on a YouTube video I did a while ago called Finally Punctuation Rules for IELTS Writing. So do check out that video on the IELTS Energy YouTube channel, guys. Um, but Aubrey, can you read the comment that was left there? Yes, they said, thank you so much. Very helpful, which that video is. I'm also going to give it a plug. Go check it out. And then they <laughs> said, could you please tell me why can't we use brackets in the essay or report? Nice. So brackets or parentheses. Now, there's not a hard and fast rule saying you cannot use those. The reason why I tell students to not have parentheses in their writing is because parentheses take the place of better grammar. Parentheses take the place of correct um, uh, punctuation or um, – I'm just blanking out on words right now. <laughs> or prepositions. So for example, in writing task one, guys, if you're like, um, the, the highest number, parentheses, a thousand parentheses, seen on the chart. I've seen students do that all the time. Like they're not sure how to put numbers in their essays. So they just add them in parentheses. Guys, that's a missed opportunity. Like what you should do is the, the highest number, comma, at 1000 comma was seen on the chart. You see what I'm saying? Like the second sentence is such a higher level than the first sentence. I'm using better punctuation. I'm using a preposition correctly. So that's why I say to avoid using parentheses and brackets in writing. Yeah, exactly. I love that you're clear about that because I feel like we do have students that'll say, you know, oh, you told me this and that's not actually in the rules anywhere. Like to be clear, right? It's not a hard and fast, you know, examiners are going to dock you because they see those brackets. The reason is just like Jessica explained is you're missing great opportunities to show that you know how to punctuate, that you know how to use these prepositions. Exactly. Exactly, guys. We are here to get you higher scores. That is the be all end all of our goal. Okay. So <laughs> um, if you have a doubt or a question about any of our advice, we will back it up. We will tell you exactly how our advice affects your score. So if you have any questions, guys, send them to support at allearsenglish.com and we may give you a shout out on the show and hopefully answer your question on the podcast. Um, okay. So um, there's a student in the course who posted an example sentence asking for some feedback on the grammar. And the main problem was comma splices. Oh, my gosh, Aubrey. We see comma splices all, all the, the time. time. Even natives make this oh, mistake. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Especially if you're writing an email or a text and you're not thinking about the punctuation. But on IELTS task two essays, this will pull your score down to a six. So let's clear up what a comma splice is. So this student, for example, here's the sentence. I hope you are doing great, comma. I saw you last week on the beach. You can see how this is two independent clauses, right? Two totally separate sentences that have a subject and a verb. They're a complete thought. And she's just divided them with a comma. There's no conjunction there. And this is called a comma splice, where you divide two independent clauses just with a comma. This is incorrect punctuation and will pull down your score. Exactly. Guys, if you want to connect two sentences, you have to have a conjunction. And or but yet for no or so. You have to have a conjunction. There's a couple more, but those are the main ones, right? Um, we'll get into some high-level ways to join sentences in a second, but this is so important, guys. When you are trying to join your thoughts in your writing, like this, th- it's obvious that these thoughts are connected in her head. I hope you're doing great. I saw you last week, right? But she's just, it's just, there's just a comma there, right? I hope you're doing great, comma, Um, and I saw you last week. No, they're two different thoughts. I would end that sentence. Yeah, when I corrected it on Facebook, I gave her an exclamation point there, right? Because this was an informal letter. Like, I hope you're doing great. Exclamation point. Totally. I saw you last week on the beach. And that sentence actually continued, comma, and I thought about coming to greet you, but, right? So that's just like you were saying where it's a continued thought. It makes sense to have it be comma conjunction. But for this, right, I hope you're doing great. Give that an exclamation point. Make it its own sentence. Totally. If you see a sentence that is that is two lines or more, chances are it's too long, right? It's yes. going to be confusing. You're missing punctuation. You should be dividing those ideas. So if you see one of your sentences is two lines or more, there's a problem. It's a run-on sentence, probably a comma splice in there. So you need to decide how to divide it up. You need a full stop in there somewhere. Um, Yeah, this is the sentence she posted was very long. So that's always going to be a red flag, guys, for you when you're proofreading your writing. So just remember, you cannot join two sentences, two independent clauses with just a comma. You must have a conjunction. Now, a higher level way, instead of just using the simple conjunctions and or but yet for nor so, we can use um, conjunctive adverbs. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, Aubrey, what are some conjunctive adverbs? Yeah, however, therefore, nevertheless, hence, thus are some of the most common ones. There are a lot, though. There's a big list of them you can find online, or I'll so put many. it in our blog. Come back to the blog, allearsenglish.com, IELTS, and I'll make sure to have a list there in our blog right up here. And this is really high level, but what's tricky is you're going to want to have a semicolon before these, or they can also begin a sentence. But if they're 
are in between two independent clauses, you want to have, you know, I hope you are doing great. However, okay, that's not a good example, but a student recently posted one that's perfect here. Their sentence was, watching sports is not my cup of tea. However, during the Olympic Games, I watched several races. So after tea, you would have a semicolon, and then however, and then comma. So before these conjunctive adverbs, you need a semicolon to divide these two independent clauses. Do you love how I'm sometimes saying semicolon, sometimes semicolon? I know, we <laughs> do I say it both ways. <laughs> totally. Like root and route. I say both. Just totally same. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, guys, so these conjunctive adverbs, now, I know some people out there will say, ah, but I've seen, however, after a comma. Okay, but that's a different usage of it. These can right. also be used to interrupt ideas. So, for example, I could say, um, let's see. Um, she, oh, okay. Um, my sister, my sister and I have a lot in common, period. She, comma, however, comma, doesn't like exercise, which is weird. <laughs> um, so it can go, it, it can be used like that, but that's, that's a whole other usage, guys. That would be a topic for another episode. Well, and this is how you know it's a conjunctive adverb because exactly. you can move it around in the sentence, right? right? Whereas just regular conjunctions, you can't. So that sentence I gave you, he could have said, watching sports, however, so watching sports, comma, however, comma, is not my tup of cup of tea, comma, but during the Olympic Games, I watched several races. So because however can be moved around in that sentence and put somewhere else with commas, like Jessica said, then you know it's a conjunctive adverb. Whereas conjunctions have to go comma, conjunction, dividing independent clauses, and it can't be stuck somewhere else in the sentence. I mean, okay, so <laughs> I saw you last week on the beach, and I thought about coming to say hi, right? They're and, it's connecting to independent clauses. We can't say, I saw you Last week on the beach, I and thought about coming to Greece. Right, no, you can't so, move that and. You can't go anywhere else. move that around. <laughs> um, so the, the takeaway today, guys, is these higher level ways to join two independent clauses. Conjunctive adverbs. However, therefore, nevertheless, hence, thus, these are all fantastic ways to join your ideas. However, they can only go after a semicolon or a period, and they must be followed by a comma. Okay, that's if you're using them to join two sentences. So Aubrey's going to put a list of more conjunctive adverbs, guys. This is great for your cohesion coherence score. So definitely check out the blog for this episode. It's IELTS Energy 1084. Yes. And one thing to note is when you're proofreading, you definitely want to look at these linking phrases, make sure your punctuation is correct, as well as, you know, grammar, spelling, because these errors pull down both your grammar score and your cohesion coherence score. Like Jessica was mentioning, it boosts your cohesion coherence score to use them. You have to use linking phrases, but it pulls down both your scores if this punctuation isn't correct. So listen exactly. to this episode twice today. There's a lot of info here. Make sure you're understanding. Definitely come back and check out the blog for these example sentences so you can see this punctuation used correctly. So we see students make these mistakes all the time, all the time. 
Yeah, totally. So go to allearsenglish.com slash IELTS. This is episode 1084. And guys, remember, we made a free IELTS quiz for you. Um, it gives you your free estimated band score and resources that we made just for your level. So it just takes a few minutes, guys. Check it out, allearsenglish.com slash my score. Free IELTS quiz and resources. All right. Awesome. Aubrey, have a wonderful rest of the week and I'll see you next time. Yes, you too. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.